The raven, a bird that's often associated with Satan, the occult, and in many movies is often depicted as a messenger or omen of death. So what's the deal? Is this bird a bird from the abyss? Well, tonight we're going to talk about that with a good friend of mine, Kelly Turney, the CEO of Raven Faith Records. So don't go away because this edition literally is for the birds. Everyone, welcome to Raven's Heart Podcast and live stream. I'd like to welcome all of our viewers tonight on YouTube, on Facebook Live, and even the ones on Twitch. And one of the things that we're going to be able to do tonight, because this is a live stream, you're going to be able to chime in on the discussion that Kelly and I are going to have about ravens. And you might think, well, gee, this is, they're talking about birds. It's going to be kind of boring, but it's actually really fascinating what we're going to dive into. So if you're watching uh, tonight, go ahead and chime in your comments, your questions. Kelly and I will do the best we can to uh, handle those questions and those comments as well. Kelly, welcome to Raven's Heart uh, live stream. Oh, what's that sound there? Oh, I think we got a smoke alarm going in the back. Just, just, just a second. <laughs> <laughs> go figure we we go live do, is, do you hear that is that bothering you in, over there it's not bothering me that much okay good okay we just got it shut off yeah that's the thing about live stream you never know what's going to happen and when we start doing things uh stuff just starts going really really crazy here so it is what it is so we're just gonna we're just gonna roll with it kelly it's good to have you back on it was about a year ago that we yeah. had you on when we were doing get real and we've got a lot of new different listeners now, a lot of different viewers that are not familiar with you. Before we dive into uh, the content of what we're going to talk about, can you tell us a little bit about what Raven Faith Records is? Yeah, sure will. The, uh, first off, Glenn, thanks for having me on again and enjoy the new format. Uh, Raven Faith Records is, uh, is a record label with a mission. Uh, you could call us a Christian label if you wanted to. I don't like to use that terminology, but all of our bands and artists on the label have a purpose. And our purpose is to get the message out there about Jesus and, and the saving knowledge of, of him. Uh, so that's what, I mean, that's kind of in a nutshell of what Raven Faith Records is, but we're a multi-genre too. So we have everything from punk rock to folk to 80s, hair kind of metal to, to just some hard rock stuff. So uh, we have a little bit of everything, a little bit of everything for everybody. So... That's Raven Faith Records, and uh, really enjoy being on it and working with it, and I enjoy all the bands. I mean, we're, we're a big family, so. Yeah, every band that you've sent my way that we've talked to and we've interviewed, they've been golden, not only just their heart towards the Lord, but the quality of musicianship has just been been absolutely phenomenal and amazing. And we've got uh, comments rolling in already. we got uh, John White, who's in with us. John? Welcome to the live stream tonight. Good to have you on with us. And uh, he's commenting because at about 625, 630, we got a special announcement to make tonight about Rockfest 2021 coming up here in Charleston, South Carolina. And we do have Raven Faith recording artists, The Last Trumpet, that are going to be yeah. performing at, uh, at Rockfest over here. So, well, I'm glad we got the fire alarm set. And if, if everybody's wondering why the fire alarm's going off at the studio, it's because we're just smoking in this conversation tonight. It's going to be so awesome. But really what the, what the issue is, is that the heat went out at the studio yesterday and we're in Charleston, South Carolina, and it is cold. So we've got no heat here and we've got the fireplace running and I can guarantee you what's happening is the smoke hit the, hit the fire alarm. So that's been taken care of. Thanks to my wife, Deb downstairs, taking care of all those issues while I do this up here. So Kelly, Here's the deal, all right? And, th and this is what I want to get into. 
you have a record label that's a Christian record label called Raven Faith Records. Now, according to traditional, conventional Christian thinking, you would think, well, wouldn't a good name for it be like Dove Records? Why Raven Faith? How did you get that name, and why do you use the name Raven Faith Records? Well, it's, it's a fun story, I think. Uh, I did not start the label, so I didn't have the opportunity to name it, but my band was actually the first one of the first bands to be on the label and the guy's name was, was Jake Burns. He was from down in Oklahoma and I began working with him and talking with him and eventually he got married and didn't have time to, to keep going. So he gave me the label and the label was started out as just an old school punk rock, uh, Christian label. We were to preach the gospel and play some punk rock music and that's what he was into. And, uh, that's kind of where we kind of came about and, after I took it over, I said, okay, God, I'll do this. Uh, just help me not screw it up is kind of what I did. But the <laughs> idea of of Raven and just the whole punk rock scene is just what, what you've been talking about. I mean, you, you look at a Raven, we could, we could compare it to a dove. I mean, a dove's white and looks nice and they make a good candy bar and everything like that. But then, <laughs> but, 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 but then you have Raven that, I mean, if you look at them, they're, they're, they're dark black. They're about a a two foot wingspan they have they actually have whiskers up by their beak i mean they're insane and yeah. you don't want to mess with them because they'll poke your eyes out this <laughs> is what they say <laughs> and i mean it's just they're, they're incredible but the reason i think jake and the reason i i stuck with it with with the name was it's not what you expect the raven's not what you expect and uh, i think we want to redeem that that aspect of of Raven and just what way the way God uses that bird, you know, it's, it's, it's just unex, unexpected. And, uh, it, it may look dark. And I think some of my, some of our bands go to the dark places to shine a light and, yeah. uh, just the idea of being a messenger, you know, that's, yeah. that's kind of the, the big thing. We are sending a message and back then it was all punk rockers. So we don't look like a dove just out of, <laughs> preference you know <laughs> you know first thing you said you kind of asked that question about the dove is because we're not cheesy <laughs> you know it's, it's <laughs> not the, we're the label that you don't expect what you're going to get you know yeah. and, and that's where the that's where the the raven faith comes from and that's the the logo that we have with with the old school punk rocker and uh i mean that's what we do that's who we are and it represents what we do in our mission very well I think is the reason. Yeah. You know, something you just said a second ago about how people, the, the beauty of the dove, it's white and it's pretty and everything like that. And when I was preparing for this edition, one of the things that I noticed when you go to the Song of Solomon, yeah. which is another edition we'll have to do at a future time. That'll be a fun one. The fire alarm really will go off. When <laughs> <I was kidding. laughs> um, Censors, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. the bride, the bride in the Song of Solomon compares her groomsman's hair to the color of a raven, raven hair, that it's very beautiful and it's very pretty. And if you think about that, the raven, yes, it does appear to be black, but when you look at it very closely, it actually reflects all the different colors of the spectrum. You've got blues in there, you've got reds in there. And I guess back in the day, if you were going to tell your your groomsmen or your wife that their hair looked pretty, it looks like a raven, honey. Your your teeth they look like a, a herd of goats, and you just so you're just so pretty in that. So there is a beauty behind the raven, and it's got a beard like you too. I mean, it's got it's Heck got yeah. whiskers. Yeah, yeah. yes, and that's a that's a that's a rocking bird. Why do you why do you think it is, Kelly, that the raven gets such a bad rap? Because when you say the word raven. Uh, you know, again, in putting this together, I got a, I got really interested in a lot of the discussion threads that I saw on online about this, about Christian discussions that, no, the occultists, they're the ones that put the raven in the Bible. It's always been doves and sparrows and the raven's the devil's bird and all that. And why do you think it is that the raven gets such a bad rap? <laughs> I mean, it's black. I mean, it's, it's dark in color. It's, you know, it kind of looks like the night, and it kind of I think it goes back to to the idea that you know you have the light is the good and the and the dark is the bad, and right. and 
it's just I I mean it's what it comes down to I think and it's almost the opposite of, of what we're supposed to to think about you know you always think about doves and you think about you know the bride coming in white you know but you go back to that song of song reference you know Jesus's hair you know the bridegroom you know we're yeah. supposed to be I mean beautiful like that but if you look at a raven a raven's not an ugly bird oh no know? not at all no compare it to a like like a bald eagle you look up look at him up close the bald eagle isn't that much to look at you know it's kind of scary but no. you look at a raven it's just like i sit there in awe you know people send me pictures all the time and yeah I don't, but i don't understand either sometimes I, I just think that i think the devil grabs onto things that god uses for good and perverts them you know yeah yeah i, I mean, think you're right hey and we've got jared cunningham weighing in thank you jared and I, I would agree with this. I think Edgar Allan Poe may have had something to do with the Ravens' downturn. What do you think about that, Kelly? I think so, too. I think me and Jared have actually talked about this before. So, you know, <laughs> I'm one of those lucky guys that gets to hang out with the pin dragon in person. Yes, so, yes. Uh, but, no, I, yeah, I think li the, the literature and just the evil ambiance of, of that, that was a poem, wasn't it, I guess? You know, yeah. just, just the whole idea, you know? Yeah. Uh, Something that I found, um, and I wrestled with this this weekend, and this is for our listeners, because when you search scripture and God gives you a revelation about something and wants you to talk about something, I, I go down and I try to make sure that what I am talking about is legit, that I'm not just kind of flying off on, on what I want to talk about and the way that I feel about something. And I had to wrestle this weekend with uh, Leviticus chapter 11 and Deuteronomy 14, where the raven is declared to be an unclean bird. Yeah. Uh, and it was forbidden for Israel. And dude, I struggled with that for like two days. And I was like, okay, God, I, I know that you use the raven. You created all things because in Genesis chapter one, on the fifth day of creation, it says that he created all the fowls of the air. The devil didn't create anything. Just like you said, he, he just steals it. And, why was it unclean? What what did it what does that have to do with anything? And I looked very closely at the scripture and what it said. And it says, Unto you the raven is an abomination. Unto Israel the raven is an abomination. And I was like, that's interesting because it doesn't say that it's an abomination unto the Lord, that it was forbidden for Israel to eat. And also, too, at that time there were some religious cults at that time that were already claiming the raven as their own in, in, in paganism at that time. And then I went to uh, Proverbs chapter 16, uh, uh, actually Proverbs chapter 6, where it talks about the six things that the Lord hates and seven are an abomination unto him, you know, a haughty look, sowing discord among the brethren. And it says there that those things, those things that the Lord hates are an abomination unto him. So really, the abomination that I found in Scripture, and I, I was relieved when I saw this, I was like, thank you, God, for answering that question as to why an abomination, is that the raven was forbidden for Israel. It's not that God hates the raven or thinks that the raven is an evil bird. It's not. It's that it was forbidden for Israel. And we know in the book of Acts, in, in chapter 10, when Peter was hangry and fell asleep and had that vision and of the sheet that came down with all the... Um, I guess bacon and whatever else was on it. And, you know, looked, I guess it was the golden corral sheet or something like that that came down <laughs> from heaven. Um, you know, the Lord said, don't call things that I have made clean common. So, you know, that abomination, God, I believe, redeemed with Jesus on the cross because not only did Jesus come to redeem us, but he came to redeem his entire creation, including including the, the raven. So any any thoughts on that, Kelly, on the abomination and, and the uncleanness of the raven in the Old Testament? It was funny because I've wrestled with that many times before, and it kind of goes back to the, the everything that, that you just said. The one thing that I read, too, was it was called unclean because of what it ate. Yes. You know, it was it was a scavenger, and, and it eat whatever what it could it could find, you know, and some of that stuff was forbidden to, to Israel just because of the law. And, um, yeah, I mean, in, in my personal Bible reading, I just read that, <laughs> just read those scriptures this morning. So it was kind of interesting, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, 
I'm, I'm, I'm there alongside the lines with you too. I'm glad that, uh, that, that God makes everything good and he's redeemed those things. And, uh, I, I get a lot of people that, that ask me, you know, they ask me, why'd you pick the Raven or, are you guys are you guys really Christians? How could you have a raven? You know, you kind of get the the judgmental people in there, and yeah. it happened in the church for a while too. The church kind of kind of did that. I've heard that about pretty much all rock music, and I go, well, yeah. we're rock music, so we should fit with the raven, right? <laughs> you know? Exactly. And, exactly. But I go, you get you have to sit down with my artists or listen to their their songs. Look where they're playing. Look what they're doing behind the scenes too. You know, I got a band that that carries in their motorhome a food pantry and give stuff away to the homeless. And I got bands that'll go anywhere and play for free. It just blows my mind yeah. what they do. You know, even the pen dragon, they're playing in clubs where Jared had to come to me and ask, you know, Hey, <laughs> can I do this? I'm like, absolutely. And I'll be praying for you, you know, cause we're called to go to those places, Yeah, you know, places that need to be redeemed. You know, that's, that's, that's kind of what I think. Uh, it's kind of an example, <laughs> I suppose. If, if anything else, the Raven is in just that aspect. Yeah. All of your artists, they declare the gospel in their music. Yeah. If there's any question about whether or not what you're doing is Christian, and you're right, the whole thing with the Raven, it's the same thing. When I was reading those threads about the Raven and the use of the Raven in Christian imagery, I, I was like, am I reading, is this the same group that th did the rock and roll thing back in the 80s and 90s saying that, you know, rock and roll's got no no place in the church and now they're on this bandwagon because that argument didn't work? Uh, you know, I was like, I was like, this looks really, really familiar to me. And all your bands, they proclaim the gospel. And that's one thing that the Raven does is it proclaims. It's a messenger. And we're going to talk about that in the second half of this. We're going to talk about the prophetic aspects, which we've touched upon a little bit. And then to Kelly... On the collar, I was going to wear my Raven Faith t-shirt tonight, but it's just way too cold just to wear the t-shirt, so I've got this on. And you've got Luke chapter 12, 24 on there, on the collar of the Raven. And Raven Faith, why do you think that's a good combination of words, Raven and Faith, together? What what does a Raven have to do with faith to you? Well, that that whole verse is about how God provides provides for the raven the raven doesn't have to worry about anything you know and i think the one of the big things that musicians <laughs> they they have to have faith in god just just to keep going because in this day and age our our money or our source of income to keep the music going doesn't necessarily come from the music yeah god blesses us sometimes uh through the hearts of people that want to give to what we're doing but really we're we're out there and god's taking care of us you know and it's interesting just the band that i play in we we travel and do stuff and sometimes we, we play for free and sometimes we play for gummy worms and mountain dew and other times somebody writes a check and sometimes when that person writes a check it covers those those other things god provides you know and and we see that over and over again uh it takes faith to believe in that you know it takes faith just to jump into the in, in, into the fire and or if you will, and into the lion's den and just know that God's going to take care of us because we're doing his work. You know? And more more of us today are being pushed more into that lion's den because the world is rough out there. Provision is hard. It's hard to find jobs. There's no live shows really going on right now for artists to go to to get their music out and to get some gummy worms or Mountain Dew <laughs> or whatever it is they're going to need to get. And just a few weeks ago, one of the things that really, because we've talked about doing this edition several times and it's like, okay, now's the time to do it. But really what pushed it for me is a couple of weeks ago, I woke up and it was another cold morning in South Carolina and we had Carolina snow, which is frost. That's, that's snow to us here. <laughs> and there were a whole bunch of crows out on my front, baby crow, crows out on my front lawn and they are related to the raven. They're of the same species. And dude, you would have thought the Golden Corral buffet was open out there i i was about ready to roll out a chocolate wonderfall for them but when you when you looked at the ground it was just completely barren just dry the the grass is all nasty uh and i'm sure there's some 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 biscuits that the dogs left out there too but they're out there just going to town on it and i'm like i don't see anything there with my physical eyes but they're getting fed and i was like oh wow i was like god's providing for them 
And in that verse in Luke chapter 12, 24, the faith and the provision, I really believe right now for those who are putting their faith and trust in the Lord, that more than ever, we have to do that for his provision at this time. Because again, as I said, the world is rough right now. There is not a lot of, we're not living in the age of excess anymore. It's, it's an age of, age of scarcity. And something else too about the raven, when you take a look at the species and what they do, they do, um, oh, we got a comment here. I want to go to this real quick. We got a comment from Michelle. Amen. God does surely provide. Yes, he Amen. does. He does. It's one thing to know that up here, though, but you know, to get it down in here, you got to go through through some rough stuff to to get it down in the down in the heart. Um, but what I was saying is, what ravens do is they will eat a little bit of what they find, and then they save some for later. They cache it, so they're very wise in the way they handle the provisions that God gives them, and it's really kind of interesting. And the other thing that they do, when you take a look at Jesus saying, hey, consider the raven in Luke chapter 12, which was probably to the people that were listening at, at that time in Israel, just totally shocking. It's like, okay, Jesus, you're telling us to consider this bird that you said was forbidden and to follow what it does and to live like what it does. Um, when he said that, before that, he was talking about the guy that was a fool who had all the barns of excess and just hoarded it all to himself. And uh, then he died. His soul was required of him. And, you know, all of his stuff, it just vanished. It meant absolutely nothing. And ravens, what they'll do, and crows will do this too. And they did this with Elijah when we read of it in, in the book of First Kings. Uh, the ravens share their provision with others. Yeah. You know, so they have that faith, but their faith is even greater because when you're living in scarcity, I don't know about you, but I mean, when, when time gets rough, I my tendency is not to think about how I'm going to give the things I have away. It's like, Oh, I need to hold on to this. Uh, how about for you, Kelly, any thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, the, I, I was thinking about that. And I'm also thinking about the, with a Raven when he, uh, is looking for a place to, 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 to bed down or, or nest. He'll use other nests. He'll use old places that, that he stayed before. I mean, they, they're an intelligent bird that, not, not only stores food, but but remembers where they sleep at night, and that's just that's just insane to me. But I mean, oh, I just was gonna say something, but I lost it. Uh, the idea of of God just taking care of them and them being this intelligent bird that that puts stuff away, you know, but then gives it away too is is just amazing. I think about the times that I'm hurting and 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 we're struggling and. Uh, we, we go to church, the plate, the plate comes around and it's like, we have to put it in, you know, and, and when we do, we have to put it in, not because it's a legalistic thing. It's because it's, a, it's an act of worship and, and we've dedicated what God's given us back to him before we even got there. And, and it's interesting that we always have the money to take care of our bills. You know, we always have the money to, to, for the band to keep going or the label to keep rolling, uh, it's always there, and especially through through COVID, you know, a lot of labels have shut down, but somehow we're still here trudging away, and uh, that's faith, <laughs> you know. It's yeah, it really back. is. Yeah, that really is faith. Um, yeah, because with the Raven, <laughs> yeah, they remember things. I can't even remember what I did yesterday, right now. <laughs> so I mean, they're they're pretty smart when it when it comes to that. But that active faith, that active giving, when you, um, you know, the act of worship, that's that's an act of faith when you give that God's going to provide more. And a lot of things that we don't understand. And I, I tell you, I really don't have full comprehension of this yet. I'd like to get there. Is that when you give, God provides. He provides more. He gives more. The more you give, the more he provides. It's so counterintuitive to the way that we're built of wanting to hold on to everything that we have. Yeah, it's it's totally counterintuitive. So what I'd like to do, Kelly, is we're going to take a quick break and we've got a rock fest announcement because we have God has provided us with another band that we're going to have at Get Revelation Rock Fest. And we're going to bring them on. And after that, we are going to uh, take a quick look at the prophetic aspects of the raven. 
Get Revelation Rockfest 2021 update. Braden and El Victoria from Warriors of Light are on. We had an interview with them. Thank you for joining us tonight. And you have an announcement that you'd like to make uh, about where you're going to be this coming spring. Yes, we are going to be playing the Get Revelation Rock Fest 2021. We are really excited about that. And for those of you that are just joining in, uh, this is what you're in for when they come to Charleston on May 15th. That is intense. <laughs> that is totally intense. Uh, let me do it. Do it. There, there we go. Let me get everybody on. I got Kelly on there, too. There's the three of us. Kelly from Raven Faith Records. I saw him rocking out over there just a few minutes ago to Serpent Slayer. That is, I love that. And, you know, just the other day, we just got a comment that just came up here. Let's see what we've got here. It's Michelle, one of my friends. It's called. Okay, we're going to go back there to that in just a minute with with Michelle. But uh, Brayden and El Victoria, you got something coming out in the next couple of days as well. We do, we do. We're super amped up. Uh, first of all, super amped up for Rockfest. We were saying we don't think we've ever been more excited for uh, a gathering, a festival, not only from you know a performance perspective. But also from a fellowship perspective, you know, just being there with all all the army, the warriors all gathered together, you know, edifying each other, glorifying God. We are so excited. We're so honored. Thank you again, Glenn and the whole team and God, everyone that made it happen. Thank you guys. And then next bit of news, we have a new brand new release coming out here in the next couple of days for all you warriors. It's called War. And we should probably put the largest, um, you know, advisory on it extreme advisory Morning. we've ever had because it's uh, the most intense music that we've ever uh, put out there yes. and we're, we're so stoked to, to glorify god in this way and to release it to the masses mm -hmm. so you can look for that in the next couple of days here on our youtube channel it's called war by warriors of light that's awesome i'm really excited about that and just the other day when i was emailing some information back and forth with you and l victoria i went and i took a look again at the official rock fest logo that was designed by our friend Tara. She's a tattoo artist up in North Carolina. And she just designed this logo out of her heart several months ago, not even knowing that you guys were going to come. And when you take a look at the logo, it's an owl with a sickle slaying a serpent. So oh, the logo for Rockfest 2021 is a serpent slayer. Now so. we're all getting tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> Tara, I am sure she is either watching now or going to be watching later. And uh, we will all get tattoos from Tara with the official yeah, Rockfest. Serpent slayer, tattoo, serpent slayer. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for joining us again. Uh, Warriors of uh, Warriors of Light with Braden and El Victoria. They will be at Rockfest 2021 on May 15th. Please get your tickets now. We have been given approval by the South Carolina Department of Commerce to go ahead. And right now we only have 800 tickets to sell so we can meet our COVID guidelines. So it will be a COVID safe event. And uh, we're taking all the precautions necessary. And we promised the South Carolina Department of Commerce that we're going to do that. So right now we only have 800. And you're probably asking, where can I get those awesome tickets at? Well, you can get them at lithoscry.com, L-I-T-H-O-S-C-R-Y.com. Or you can go to our Facebook page at lithoscry. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. And we look forward to seeing you in May. Thank we'll you. We'll see you then. You guys Thank you. Take care. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Kelly, they're intense, aren't they? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> they are uh, just the, the heart attitude that they have, the warrior spirit. I believe them and the last trumpet up there. We are going to be shaking some principalities and powers during this event. So I'm, I'm very, very, very excited about that. So one of the things I wanted to talk about is the prophetic aspect of the Raven. And Kelly, we talked about this a little bit earlier. You touched upon it about it being dark and a lot of the prophetic is dark in a good way and we'll talk about that 
but going into those places and proclaiming in the darkness as well. Kelly, what are your insights on the prophetic nature of the raven? Well, <laughs> you know, the, it's, I mean, there's just so much. The, the, just, the, I mean, the raven does what, what, what God sent it to do, you know, whether it's to give food, to bring and provide food for, for Elijah or to even work with Noah and just Noah. I mean, that's, that's the first bird that God talked about in the Bible. And Noah it is, sends, yeah. sends, sends the raven out before the dove, you know, I had to prepare the way for the dove, you know, and, uh, I just think about that, you know, it's just, there's so much work to do and there's so much work for prophets to, to, to do this day, you know, and proclaiming the, the word of God and just, and then the truth, you know, I just, I can just see that over and over again through just the way the Raven was, was created and the intelligence that God gave it and just its willingness to do what it's supposed to do. You know, that's kind of weird to talk about a bird like that because we're all created with a purpose. You know, we can see that in creation, but we're all created with a purpose too. You know, we're supposed to emulate that, whether it's a raven or, or even Jesus, we're supposed to go to the dark places, you know, and a raven's not scared to go to a dark place. You know, it'll do what it has to do there. Yeah, that's a very good point. And I'd like to bring that up to our viewers and our listeners. When the ravens fed Elijah after he just totally decimated all the prophets of Baal, it says in scripture very clearly that God commanded the ravens to do that. They didn't argue about it. They didn't have a second thought about it. They didn't say, God, no, we want to keep the meat and the bread for ourselves. They did what God asked them to do in obedience uh, out of faith. And it's really interesting that the faith of a raven is oftentimes greater than my own faith when God tells me to do things. Because a lot of times I'm looking for, well, God, if this is really what you want me to do, then I'll see this and, and this way. But the ravens just did what they, were, what they were supposed to do. And another interesting thing that you brought up, Kelly, a lot of people, they don't remember at all that it was the raven that was the first bird that was released from the ark. The dove came next. And in that, I see a prophetic uh, foreshadowing in a lot of ways, because the raven was sent out to see what Noah couldn't see. Yeah. He, he wasn't able, able to see that. Um, and it's because, of course, the raven eats rotted flesh. You know, th that's what it does. It's God's garbage man in a lot of ways. And he sent the raven out there to see where the flood floodwaters were and to see how many bloated dead Nephilim bodies there were out there at the time uh, after the flood. So you have that, and I think this is where the occult kind of has part of the truth, but they really kind of messed it up, because the occult, they believe that the raven itself is the messenger, that you know when a raven shows up, that it's going to tell you something spiritual, something that's a mystery. That'd be, in a lot of ways, me expecting my Boston Terrier to come upstairs and tell me something prophetic as well. Now, we do know in Scripture that there, there was the ass that Balaam was on that, that spoke to him, but that's a very rare instance. It's not the bird that's the prophet, but it's the characteristics of the bird that represent the, the prophetic. And as I was working on the book that I wrote about uh, heavy metal and how God uses metal and how God uses rock, this is how I got into finding out more about the raven, is that the word for... Oh, cry like John the Baptist saying that he was crying in the wilderness. The word for that is crazo, which means to cry or to screech or scream like a raven. That's that's what that means. So John the Baptist, as a prophet, when he was out there proclaiming the gospel, saying, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand, he was doing it in a way that was very similar to the way that a raven proclaims. And I was like, you know, this is kind of interesting. Because then when you go to uh, John chapter 1, and this has been a mystery to me, and I wrestled with this one too, where it talks, where John talks about um, the Word, the, the Logos having always been, and the Word is God, and the Word was with God. And then all of a sudden it talks about the darkness comprehended him not. And then it talks about how the prophet, John the Baptist, came along to shed the light so that people would understand. 
And that's exactly what the raven is to do, is, is to take, and that's really what the prophetic is, is helping people connect the dots, helping them see what they can't see, like the raven did, like the raven did with Noah, taking that chaotic darkness and making sense of it so that people understand God, so that they understand the light. Because people, by their nature, because we are fallen, we don't understand the light. It, it just doesn't just doesn't make any sense. I remember the way I was before I was saved. I didn't understand. I didn't understand it. Didn't understand it in the least bit. Yeah, I mean, I think about, I was just thinking about that too. That that belief though is is a gift. I mean, I see that through Scripture that faith is a gift. We're given that, you know, and when the Holy Spirit comes into our life, that's given to us. And then I, I always tell people that our hearts are unlocked. That's the imagery that I use, and and then we're able to see. You know, the, the light has been been given to us and we can see what's going on and we can see behind the curtain, if you will, a little bit. And yeah. it's, it's interesting with, with the Raven and, and, and the prophetic and just the idea that they're doing what, what, like we talked about this earlier, but, but doing what, what God has told them to do. It's, it's so easy for us to sit back and not do what, what God has asked us to do. And I mean, we can, we can fall in, in, into that sin and into that, disobedience you know and god will allow us to do that and yeah. we have to really listen to those who are the, who are the preachers who are the prophets who are who are teaching us about god as well as looking at the scripture and, and making sure everything jives together and then not just sitting back and thinking about it but putting those those words into action like like james says you know and um it's cool to look at like a, like a bird, like the raven and see all that in that, you know, and maybe you and I are just weird people that sit back and think about things like that. But <laughs> I mean, it's, it's interesting, you know, somebody asked me like the, our logo, we, we have the fist and we have the kind of the, the Mohawk, that whole logo, which is Jared from I'm the pin dragon drew for us in like 15 minutes or something. Uh, but it's just, it's just the idea that ravens are tough, but, yes. but, but they serve, someone that's tougher and bigger and better and it's his message not not the raven's symbol it's god's message is, is what it represents and yes that's what we're called to do we're called to take that message and we don't always take that message and no we, uh, we, we don't we don't and here's one thing we're getting i love this we've got so much going on here tonight again the fire alarm just went off again I'm really excited about that because all hell has broken loose over here in the past week since we really started digging our heels and praying for Rockfest, and <laughs> it's been it's been awesome. I will take I'll take that as a backhanded compliment tonight with everything going on, and we're just going to continue with this with all the warts and bumps on it. But um, we got a couple comments here from Warriors of Light team Yeshua. And then El Victoria, who's just with us from Warriors of Light, God's will leads us to live with abundant peace. Absolutely. Oh, that is that is so true. That's how you know you're in God's will. You know, <laughs> and, and that's something that's something I'm going to have to remember as I continue to grow in my faith that, you know, you're always wondering, oh, what's the will of God? What's the will of God? Well, if you're at peace with it, well, then that's that's probably that's probably the will of God. And El Victoria, she's having a good time tonight with the. Uh, with the uh, with the messages here, she's got a message for you, Kelly. Raven Faith Records uh, yeah. rocks. Let's team up. I own iMachine Records, Kelly. I'll shoot you her information uh, right in the next couple of days, so you guys can link up. That's one of the things that I really do enjoy about doing these live casts. Is community is built. We have people that are commenting and chiming in, and uh, people that are actually getting together. And that's what this is about. We're living in tough times. I'm going to speak prophetically for a moment. We're living in tough times, and this is what we need to do, is we need to be together. All of this stuff, all of the, you know, I will never negotiate the gospel. The gospel is the gospel. And you cannot negotiate that, and I will not negotiate that. But all of the other things, because I look back at my doctrinal journey of some of the things that I believed when I was a young believer and where I am now, a lot of it has changed. And I'm talking about the side trimmings, the things that are not going to affect salvation in, in any one way or another. Such things like this with the raven. If you asked me 20, 25 years ago what I thought about ravens, I would have told you, oh, that's the devil's bird. You need to stay away from it. You know, so I'm, I'm talking a lot 
about myself when we do this. But we need to really band together during these times. And Kelly, that brings me to another point about the Raven. And you said this earlier. They are actually very smart. Yeah. They are smart. Uh, they, I, I was reading that they have an IQ equivalent to that of maybe a two or three year old, uh, maybe even five, because they have the ability to solve problems. Wow. Now, to me, that is very prophetic. And I think one of the things that's happened over the years, because we've forgotten the Raven as believers, um, because we've forgotten that, we have been kind of become more of a problem than the problem solvers. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, there, there's those Christians causing more problems again, and we're really not helping. We're causing more problems and that's the opposite of what Jesus called us to do. He called us to be the salt and the light. And Michelle just uh, posted, loving your explanation of ravens according to the word of God and how it applies to us today. Yes, Michelle, we did promise that uh, this episode is for the birds. So <laughs> that's what we're talking about. But God, uh, you know, those who are truly operating in the spirit of God, and for me, Kelly, you know, it, Everything has been a major growing step for me, uh, and I'm very thankful for that. But I am at the point now, and I'm not saying this to brag. I'm just saying this because this is where I'm at. I'm like, God, I've got so many decisions to make about things running this live stream. There's a business aspect to it. Uh, there's a business aspect to, to Rockfest. That, that there's a reality to that, to, to put that on. And I'm like, I need you and I need your wisdom. I can't do this by myself. And I really believe that's where we get into trouble as believers. We're like, oh, yeah, man, I got this. I've got experience doing this. I, I, I got it. I totally got it. And then you fall on your face and you make a mess. And you're like, oh, well, God failed me. No, you just didn't listen to what he was saying. You weren't wise enough to pursue God and, and what he's saying. Have you ever had any instances like that, brother, where, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Glenn, I have. Uh, no, before I get into that, maybe I can direct this conversation a different direction. No, just kidding. <laughs> but uh, I was, when you were saying that, I was just thinking that reminds me of, of the church where it's always where Jesus is knocking on the door and, and, you, you need to come and answer, you know, that that's the, one of those big things taken out of context. Jesus is knocking on the door because the church is inside doing church and Jesus is outside, you know, I mean, that's that, it's one of the churches in, in revelation where, where, yes. where John's like, Hey, you know, Jesus is outside knocking. You guys are inside. Think you're doing church, but you've missed the point, you know? And sometimes I think we, we get to be like that. We get so hung up in our, and our own stuff, or I, I want to do it this way. And God's like, well, I'm not going to allow you to do it that way. Or I want you to do it this way. And I want you to use these words and, or, or whatever. And, and you have to do that. You know, you have to listen to him and, or it's going to blow up. You yeah. know, like, like me and my wife were, we're looking for a house. We looked for a house probably for three or four years. And the houses in the city were just insane. Like I kid you not, Glenn, I, I looked at a house one time. We thought it was the perfect house. I went into the basement with, with the realtor and there was literally, it was a dirt basement with a Creek running through it. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> you know? So we just, I just started, we just stopped, we stopped and we started praying about it and a house, the perfect house came up and close to where my wife works and, and it's outside the city for whatever reason. And, uh, we got it. God gave it to us. And I see that, but I did, I was like, I could have had a house with, with like a, and started a new business with selling mineral spring water or whatever from Council Bluffs, but <laughs> it, it didn't happen because <laughs> God didn't want that to happen. Yeah. You know, we just got to think about things like that. Even our bands, you know, we could, I can just imagine, I'm always asking our bands, what can I pray for you for? And, and how are you doing? And, and that's not what a normal label owner does, I, I don't think, but it's, I want them to keep what's important, important, and what's just trivial, trivial. You know, we need to keep focused on the cross and because that's what we're about, not just in our music, but in our personal lives, too. You know, and we have, all of us have a lot going on, even with COVID, you know, the Rona. We have a lot going on 
and everything just got a little bit a little bit more dangerous you know but we're called to go to our neighbors and we're called to 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 go to our our schools my daughter has a person she has lunch with every day it's the same the same kid her age and she gets to share that time with her every day <laughs> you know and it's just interesting that she could use that time for, for jesus you know and podcasts and video video casts and everything can be can be used for evil and it can be used for good and we're yeah. called i think as christians to redeem not only people but redeem symbols and redeem methods to use for his way you know and yeah. is it rock music one of one of those things that has been redeemed and uh is a tool to tell people about the, the spirit about gospel and 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 everything yeah. but so yeah. yes <laughs> you're absolutely you're absolutely right yeah i've got another comment from warriors of light i love the i love Braden and and el victoria and they're they're put, putting up some very salient points oh, i'm using the big words again uh amen brother we must stand together as one body for the kingdom and i really do want to emphasize that for many years i was caught up in an independent fundamentalist uh church and actually was a co-pastor at, at that church and everything was, hey, it's our way or the highway because we've, we're the ones that have it right. And when you leave that environment and when you step away and take the church glasses off, you start to realize very, very quickly that you don't have it all right. My, as I said earlier, a lot of the things that I thought were correct, things that I preached against, I mean, Kelly, I, I preached against rock and roll for a while. I didn't listen to it for a while. Some of that was good, you know, because I needed to step back from it and God work on me. But I went to the extreme of being like, no, this is evil. This is bad uh, because it's got, you know, minor chords and down tuned guitars uh, that I don't see anything in scripture that says anything about that being bad now. But I could proof text it real quick. And, and show you why you know, and, and make that up. I have another comment from El Victoria. I hope this comes up. Yeah, there we go. God's will, God will restore us and leads us to abundant peace, joy, and harmony when we perform. As warriors of light, we recognize that we are doing what God desires. During our tours, God opens doors, makes miracles, reveals himself more. Once God asked me what I needed right uh, before a tough show, and he came through with his promises, praise the Lord. That is an yeah. awesome testimony that's what you're talking about for artists you know kelly as i've been doing this the the prophetic arts i've noticed that well even if you go back in scripture most of your prophets were musicians and there's something special that god knit in musicians and maybe this is why i like hanging out with the musicians because there's such a strong prophetic stream there and such that such a reliance on god to provide. And I want to ask you this too, and maybe you can help me out with this. I'm just being blunt, honest right now. There are times that God will be, it'll be so clear that this is what God wants and, and it just resounds. And then something comes up and it's very di difficult to hear the Lord. Uh, in your experience, Kelly, from those times that shift from wow, this is so clear that God wants, this is his will, this is what he wants. And then it switches over, you know, a couple of days later, like, okay, I'm not so sure on this other issue over here. How have you personally worked to tune yourself to hear and obey the voice of God when, when it's not so clear? Oh, well, I mean, that, that's interesting. I was just talking to somebody about this. The, the thing that, that I've learned to do is I just stop. <laughs> I stop trying to figure it out. And I, and I sit back and sometimes I have to fast to, to spend some time just instead of eating, but spend some time just in prayer and seeking God's word and, and doing that. But I just stop. I stop trying to figure it out. I stop trying to be smarter than God. And I just listen. And we, we forgot about that in, in life. We, we like to talk. We have all these ways to communicate. We got phones. We got videos we got everything but we forgot to sit back and listen and especially working for at raven faith records i get to sit back and i get to listen to music and what's cool about that is i can listen to a song almost and almost see the heart of heart of the person and there's some people that have asked to join the label 
and I've listened to their songs, and their songs aren't even about God; they're about they're about themselves, <laughs> you know. And and that's that's great. Go do that if that's what you want to do. But that's not what our mission is, you know. My mission is I don't care if you play to an arena full of people. I care that if you happen to to have the opportunity to do that, you preach the gospel to them while while you're there, you know. And God opens those doors, you know. So. The big thing that that I have to do, I, I, I read scripture every morning. <laughs> I got prayer partners that, that I talk to, and I have people that are pretty much where I am. I have friends that I can just say, what do you see God doing in my life? <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm kind of stuck, you know, or I have two options, which is, which one should I do? Which one does God want, want me to do? You know, and that reminds me when I was in Bible college. I was going into youth ministry and I, it was my end of my sophomore year. I was supposed to find an internship. I applied at five places and one night they all called me and they all wanted me. And I just looked at my roommate and I said, which one do I go to? He goes, well, pick one. You're, you're doing the same thing at all of them, you know? And it's, it's interesting to, just to hear wisdom sometimes that's so simple for people, you know, and it's good to have those people that are godly in, in your corner that you can you can ask them their opinion, you can pray, you can fast, you can seek the word, and you can just sit back and listen. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know if you ever do that, Glenn, just, okay, I'm just going to go sit in a room and listen, you know, and um, I've done that with theology, I've done that with, with, with sermons I've had to preach, with songs I've had to write, with uh, big decisions in life, you know, and it's interesting that that my my wife even she just she trusts me to make those decisions because she sees me as as a leader in, in the family and spiritual and everything else and she knows that I bring her along as as part of the team, but so it kind of takes me back to the the aspect is being on a good team having people in your corner that 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 help you and that's the way I do it. I'm not saying it's for for everybody, but I just see that in scripture, the community, the the word. And just sit back and listen, you know, and be quiet for once, you know, and that's hard for me to do. <laughs> that is that is so interesting that you say that because it was back in 2017, 2018, when I started walking seriously with the Lord again. I was after a 10-year hiatus. I didn't seek God. I didn't read the word. I I went to some churches and was I was there still God was stirring in my heart and he was doing things with me and he was speaking to me and I would hear it. But I was going through that desert period, which was, which was very much needed in my life. And then all of a sudden, when I start praying again, you know, for the longest time, I've been like, Oh man, I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray all the way. My 30 minute drive to work. I'm going to pray for 30 minutes straight while I get to work and, you know, really see God start to move things. And it's funny because God spoke to me. It's like, just be quiet and listen. Just listen, I, you know, stop talking. And that's part of the communication process that when you're praying, we think of it as this religious act that, okay, well, I'm going to pray and I'm going to pray the right things and do it the right way. And God's going to hear me and it's going to be great. But really when we're praying, what we're doing is we're talking to God as like, I'm talking to you right now. It's a conversation. It's a conversation. Exactly. And one of the things that I've had to repent of, and one of the things that I need to continue to walk in myself is listening to God. And with music, a lot of times when I'm not getting it, I'll put on an album, whether it be a Christian album or even a secular album, he'll speak to me through the music and I'll, I'll hear. Uh, and John White just uh, commented, amen. So we got somebody else who's learning to listen too. And, and that is so very, very important to do that. And then also to have that group of friends that you trust in advising you. Uh, you know, I'm not just over here at, at, at Litho's Cry, just kind of winging this thing by myself. I do have advisors on the outside that aren't even here in, in the Charleston area. Uh, and friends that I talk to and bounce things off of because I know this, I know this for a fact that in my mind, every thought I've had is a good thought because I had it. And that's a problem. <laughs> Let me say that again for everybody, because everybody just the nature of by what we are, every thought that you have is a good thought because you had it. 
and that's yeah i'm i'm being sarcastic with that well what's uh, the first what's the first the first one of the first sins was pride right pride exactly <laughs> pride exactly it's it's the pride so god wants to knock that out and that's one of those things pride is an abomination to god the raven is not an abomination to god going back to Levit leviticus chapter 11 the raven was an abomination unto israel it was forbidden for israel and I look at my growth in the Lord at certain times that certain things were forbidden for me, like at that time, not listening to rock and roll. Of course, I took that to a whole different extreme, but I needed time to get myself together and walk with him and put distractions to the side. And there, there'll be times where I'm like, you know, God, it, it'll be very clear to me. OK, go just listen to some music. OK, God, I'll go do that. Then other times it's like, no. Listen to me. That's that's not for now. That's for later. Do that later. Focus on me first. So at different points in our lives and even different points during the day, there are certain things that are forbidden for us at that time because God wants us to do something else uh, in, in our lives. One of the things I want to do before we close out, Kelly, speaking of listening, you are also now venturing into the world of podcasting. That's and right, Hopefully, hopefully you don't have the fire alarm going off, not once, but twice while you're doing your podcasts and all sorts of crazy stuff going on with the computer screen. Uh, the name of your podcast is the, 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 the blessed hooligan, the blessed, blessed hooligan. Exactly. The yeah. blessed hooligan. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, I guess I'm the blessed hooligan. I guess I'm just one of those guys that's a redeemed uh, sinner that loves music and unashamedly will play what, what, what I like. <laughs> so it's just one of those things where people will send me something. My, my wife calls me a music snob. So the whole idea behind the, the Blessed Hooligan is I'm going to talk about stuff and I'm going to play music. And, uh, uh, and it really doesn't matter if it's secular, if it's Christian, but there's a purpose behind it, you know? Um, so, I mean, it kind of goes back to the idea of, the, of our label too, but the Blessed Hooligan, right now we're looking for a server I know Glenn's gave me some ideas. Other people has given me some ideas. And I'm trying to decide if I want to keep it audio, if I want to go video uh, or do both. I don't I haven't, I haven't really figured that out yet. But so I'm kind of praying and listening for God on that, too, is where I'm at. But we, we have three three casts up right right now. We have the first one, the second one and the third one. Um, they're all kind of a little bit different, uh, but they're they're on Apple. They're, they're anywhere you can listen to a podcast except for Spotify. They, they didn't like me over there for some reason. Uh, even though I followed their rules, they, they didn't like me. So I, that's all right. You can listen to it somewhere else. Uh, I'm not making any money from it anyway. I'm just putting it out there. And, for, and it's, it's a lot of underground bands that love Jesus and, and love uh, playing music loud. So I, I like intense stuff. I hope Warriors of Light sends me some... <laughs> <laughs> I am I am sure they will. And that's what you're saying there about the difficulty that you're having finding a server. That is something that uh, we've had to kind of overcome in a, in a couple issues over here. And one of the things that I've noticed is once the algorithms catch up with you and find out what you're really about and what you're doing, it, it kind of slows down a little bit. And it goes back to what we were saying and what Warriors of Light said just a little bit ago. This is a time where we need to band together, where we need to come together as one and help each other out to get the word out. There is no way now that one person can just do it alone. The The expanse of what we've had here at Lithos Cry is God. I've just sown the seed. He's the one that's brought the increase, but that increase has come through all of the relationships that we've made uh, with with everybody that we've talked to, like you, Kelly, and all of your artists over there at Raven Faith. And that's the key to it, is what it comes down to, is it comes down to that relationship and the community. And when you look in Scripture, the end of all of these things, the, the final end of this is charity. That's that's where God wants us to be, is in that heart of charity and, and growing us in that. So again, where can our listeners find the Blessed Hooligan podcast? You can find it at the Blessed Hooligan Podcast at on Facebook uh, and Twitter, and then you can e email us at Gmail too. It's just the Blessed Hooligan at at Gmail, and then at Facebook and at Twitter. It's all the same, so pretty easy to to do that. And same with Raven Faith Records. You can find us Instagram, all the social media stuff. We're trying it all, so you can check us out there. I also play in the band called the Bricks, 
and we're at the Bricks Omaha on all of the social medias, or at least the popular ones. So, awesome. And if anybody else uh, has any questions for us over here at Lithos Cry, you can email me. The email's been down there the whole time, Glenn at Lithos. Uh, it's at it's uh, lithoscry at gmail.com, L I T H O S C R Y at gmail.com. Check us out at lithoscry.com. And listen, if you've not gotten your tickets yet for Rockfest 2021 on May 5th, go ahead and do so now because we have a limited quantity. Time is good now and we are, it's happening. It's, it's going to be really, really exciting. Kelly, thank you for joining us tonight. It's been a pleasure to have you on to talk about uh, the Raven. I guess we can say tonight truly that the bird is the word. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Everybody, we're going to be back next Thursday night on the 11th of February. And we're going to have another album pre-release party with a band from North Carolina. They're friends with The Last Trumpet. Uh, it's Fool's Gold. They've got a brand new album coming out. And if you like the classic rock sound, oh, man, this band is for you. They are they are awesome. And they have a heart for Jesus. And we have a new comment I want to hit just before we go uh, from Warriors of Light. So good. We thoroughly enjoyed this message, brothers. Deep and profound. Thank you. Even though I've been dealing with fire alarms and everything else going on here, we were still able to get something off by, by the grace of God. Everybody, thank you for joining us. We will be back next Thursday with Fool's Gold. Y'all have a good night and may God richly bless you. Peace out and rock on. Lithoscry.com.